Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. The rosary is the weapon for these times. Words taken from St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians and Holy Priest St. Padre Pio. Welcome and thank you so much for listening to the Scriptural Rosary Podcast. It is a blessing to be here. Let us pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary. Come with me to meditate with Jesus and Mary on his sacred passion, his agony in the garden and arrest, his judgment by Pilate and scourging, his being crowned in mockery with thorns, his carrying of the cross, crucifixion, death, and burial. As we pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary, be mindful that the passion narratives, dense and richly textured as they are, are somewhat challenging to weave together. Consider, for example, Jesus' final words on the cross. Every gospel writer puts a different word on his tongue before he surrenders his spirit to the Father. In Luke's gospel, he says, Into your hands I commend my spirit. In John's gospel, he dies upon saying, it is finished. In Matthew and Mark, it is said that he simply cries out in a loud voice. These narratives are rich and textured, beautiful, haunting, and troublesome. I do feel compelled to say even the texts themselves may be very intense for some who read and listen to these particular descriptions in this podcast and rendering of Jesus' passion. In particular, the graphic descriptions of the scourging, the second sorrowful mystery, the crowning with thorns, and perhaps the crucifixion. Although there is less violence in general in those two, it may also be troubling for some listeners. If, for example, the movie The Passion of the Christ is difficult to watch, this rendering may be intense for you when you listen. But all that said, I do sincerely hope you will take the time to listen, discern, and fall in love with the sufferings Jesus chose to receive for our sakes, despite their intensity, because these by far are the most spiritually enriching sections of the gospel when they are read and prayed with their due reverence. In all of the decades, we will weave through all four of the gospel's passion narratives, We first encounter Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, preparing for his suffering and death. Judas will bring a band of soldiers to arrest him. In the scourging, the second sorrowful mystery, we will pray in solitude with Jesus as his own imprisonment is redoubled in order to free a known murderous criminal. But Pilate, the judge, decides instead of just to kill Jesus, he will have him scourged thinking that somehow it may satisfy the Jewish leader's desperation to see Jesus suffer. This mystery is one of the most stirring and upsetting, because the gospel accounts themselves are so brief in regard to this mystery. I offer the writings of the mystical visions written by Blessed Anne Catherine Emmerich in The Dolorous Passion of Our Lord Jesus Christ, along with an eyewitness account of a flagellation from the historian Eusebius, and 
Visions from the Prophet Isaiah, from chapters 52 and 53. As Jesus is mocked and crowned with thorns, once again I'll borrow some elaboration from Anne Catherine Emmerich's Mystical Visions, along with Isaiah chapter 50. As we behold the man, God made man, tortured for our sake, Pilate will try again, but again somewhat pathetically, to keep Jesus from being killed, sadly to no avail, and ultimately condemn him to death, even death on a cross. When Jesus receives and carries his cross, we will meditate first very briefly with Abraham and Isaac carrying the wood in Genesis chapter 22, as well as the second Maccabees chapter 7, which commends the mother who witnessed her son's martyrdoms, in this case, Mary, who witnessed Jesus' martyrdom, and returned to that scene in the Gospels and some of Jesus' own prophetic words to Jerusalem from Matthew 23 and Luke 19, along with his injunction for us to pick up our own crosses and follow him. Once more, we will return to Isaiah 53 and meditate with Jesus, the suffering servant of God. And as we come to Golgotha, and behold the vile crowds and their awful jeers, we will hear again from all four evangelists and their witnesses who told of Jesus' final hours. Jesus will pray to his Father for us because we truly fail to comprehend what we do when we sin. We will pray with the good thief, Jesus remember me, and he will permit us to steal paradise with him. With John, the beloved disciple, we, beloved disciples, will pray with Psalm 22 and receive his mother as our own. We'll return again with Anne Catherine Emmerich's visions as she describes Jesus' physical appearance and his spiritual prayer on the cross in those moments before he himself quotes the first jarring line of Psalm 22, My God, why have you forsaken me? Lastly, we will pray to quench his final thirst before he expires into the hands of his father with a moment of silence. As the crowds look on, with them we will ponder the holy streams that pour out from his sacred heart, opened by the soldier's lance. Finally, we will go with Mary, John, Mary Magdalene, Nicodemus, and Joseph of Arimathea to the tomb where Jesus is laid before the seal and guard are set there. And we will wait in hope for his glorious resurrection. At the end of the rosary, we'll pray with the hymn, O Come and Mourn, by the Benedictines of Mary, Queen of Apostles. We'll finish with a few additional devotions to Mary, to Joseph, her spouse, and finally asking for God's blessing and graces upon ourselves and the Church, especially through the intercession of St. Raphael, as we complete our Holy Rosary meditations. Let us begin. Let us pray. Dear listeners, please, if praying the Rosary and the Scriptures like this has been a blessing to you, I would be so grateful if you still engage with social media. Find the Scriptural Rosary podcast on Facebook. Like and share it there as well as on other platforms. 
share it with friends and family so they can also pray with us. Please subscribe to and rate this podcast wherever you're listening. If you're open to supporting me personally in my endeavors to grow this podcast, you can do that through anchor.fm. Thank you for sharing this and helping us revitalize devotion to the rosary. I can't do that alone, so your prayerful assistance is greatly appreciated. God bless you. The Rosary of Sorrow In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day He rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. My God, by the intercession of Mary, my mother, increase my faith, strengthen my hope, and purify my love. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, and be with us as we recall these gospel mysteries with Mary, contemplating with her the passion, death, and burial of Jesus. May we grow in holiness as we learn to conform our lives with His. The first sorrowful mystery, the agony in the garden. Then Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to his disciples, 
sit here while I go over there and pray. He took along Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to feel sorrow and distress. Then he said to them, My soul is sorrowful, even to death. Remain here and keep watch with me. He withdrew from them and advanced a little, about a stone's throw, and fell prostrate in prayer, saying, My father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. When he returned to his disciples, he found them asleep. He said to Peter, So you could not keep watch with me for one hour? Watch and pray, that you may not undergo the test. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Withdrawing a second time, he prayed again, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. If it is possible, remove this cup from me. Yet, if it is not possible that this cup pass without my drinking it, your will be done. Then he returned once more and found them asleep, for they could not keep their eyes open. He left them and withdrew again and prayed a third time, saying the same thing again. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And to strengthen him, an angel from heaven appeared to him. He was in such agony, and he prayed so fervently that his sweat became like drops of blood falling on the ground. Then he returned to his disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and taking your rest? Behold, the hour is at hand when the Son of Man is to be handed over to sinners. Get up, let us go. Look, my betrayer is at hand. And immediately, while he was still speaking, there came a band of soldiers and some officers from the chief priests and Pharisees, with lanterns, torches, swords, and clubs, and the man called Judas, one of the twelve, was leading them. Then Jesus, knowing all that was to befall him, stepped forward and said to them, Who are you looking for? They answered, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus said to them, I am he. Judas was standing with them. When he said to them, I am he, they drew back and fell to the ground. Again he said to them, 
Who are you looking for? And they said, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus answered, I told you that I am he. If you seek me, let these men go. This was to fulfill the word which he had spoken. Of those whom you gave me, I didn't lose one. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Now the betrayer had given them a sign, saying, The one I shall kiss is the man. Seize him. And he came up to Jesus at once. But Jesus said to him, Friend, why are you here? He drew near to Jesus to kiss him and said, Hail, Rabbi. And he kissed him. Jesus said to him, Judas, would you betray the Son of Man with a kiss? When those who were about him saw what would follow, they said, Lord, shall we strike with the sword? Jesus said to them, Shall I not drink the cup which the Father has given me? Or do you think that I cannot appeal to my Father, and he will at once send me more than twelve legions of angels? But how then should the scriptures be fulfilled, that it must be so? Then they came up and laid hands on Jesus and seized him. Then Simon Peter stretched out his hand and drew his sword, and struck the slave of the high priest, and cut off his ear. The slave's name was Malchus. Then all the disciples forsook him and fled. And a young man followed him, with nothing but a linen cloth about his body. And they seized him, but he left the linen cloth and ran away without it. But Jesus said, No more of this. He touched Malchus's ear and healed him. Jesus said to Peter, Put your sword back into its sheath, for all who take the sword shall perish by the sword. Then Jesus said to the crowd who had come out against him, Have you come out as against a robber with swords and clubs to capture me? Day after day I sat in the temple teaching, and you did not seize me. But let the scriptures be fulfilled. This is your hour and the power of darkness. So the band of soldiers and their captain and the officers of the Jews seized Jesus and bound him. First they led him to Annas, for he was the father-in-law of Caiaphas, who was high priest that year. It was Caiaphas who had given counsel to the Jews that it was expedient that one man should die for the people. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. 
Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls unto heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy. The second sorrowful mystery, the scourging at the pillar. Then the whole company of them arose, and they led Jesus from the house of Caiaphas to the praetorium, and brought him before Pilate the governor. It was early. They themselves did not enter the praetorium, so that they might not be defiled, but might eat the Passover. So Pilate went out to them and said, What accusation do you bring against this man? They answered him, If this man were not an evildoer, we would not have handed him over. Pilate said to them, Take him yourselves and judge him by your own law. The Jews said to him, it is not lawful for us to put any man to death. This was to fulfill the word which Jesus had spoken, to show by what death he was to die. And they began to accuse him, saying, We found this man misleading our people. He opposes the payment of taxes to Caesar, and maintains that he himself is the Messiah, a king. But when he was accused by the chief priests and elders, he made no answer. Then Pilate said to him, Do you not hear how many things they testify against you? But he gave him no answer, not even to a single charge, so that the governor wondered greatly. Pilate entered the praetorium again and called Jesus and said to him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus said to him, Do you say this of your own accord, or did others say it to you about me? Pilate answered, Am I a Jew? Your own nation and the chief priests have handed you over to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would fight, that I might not be handed over to the Jews. But, as it is, my kingdom is not of this world. So you are a king? Jesus answered, You say that I am a king. For this I was born. And for this I have come into the world, to bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. Amen. And Pilate said to him, What is truth? Pilate went out and said to the chief priests and the multitudes, I find no crime in this man. But they were urgent, saying, He stirs up the people, teaching throughout all Judea, from Galilee even to this place. When Pilate heard this, he asked whether the man was a Galilean. And when he learned that he belonged to Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him over to Herod, who had long desired to see him, 
because he had heard about him and was hoping to see some sign done by him. So he questioned him at some length, but he made no answer. The chief priests and the scribes stood by, vehemently accusing him, and Herod with his soldiers treated him with contempt and mocked him. Then, arraying him in gorgeous apparel, he sent him back to Pilate. And Herod and Pilate became friends with each other that very day, for before this they had been at enmity with each other. Pilate then called together the chief priests and rulers of the people, and said to them, You brought me this man as one who was perverting the people, and after examining him before you, behold, I did not find this man guilty of any of your charges against him. Neither did Herod, for he sent him back to us. Behold, nothing deserving death has been done by him. Now among the rebels in prison who had committed murder in the insurrection, there was a man, a robber, called Jesus Barabbas. So when they had gathered, Pilate said to them, You have a custom that I should release one man for you at the Passover. Will you have me release for you the king of the Jews? For he perceived that it was out of envy they had delivered him up to them. Besides, while he was sitting on the judgment seat, his wife sent word to him, Have nothing to do with this righteous man, for I have suffered much over him today in a dream. Now the chief priests and the elders persuaded the people to ask for Barabbas and destroy Jesus. They cried out together, Away with this man, and release to us Barabbas. The governor again said to them, Whom do you want me to release for you, Jesus Barabbas, or Jesus who is called the Messiah? And they said, Not this man, but Barabbas. Pilate addressed them once more, desiring to release Jesus. Then what shall I do with the man whom you call the king of the Jews? They all said, Let him be crucified. And he said, Why? What evil has he done? I find him guilty of no capital crime. I will therefore chastise him and release him. But they shouted all the more, Crucify him! Crucify him! So Pilate, wishing to satisfy the crowd, released for them Barabbas, the man who had been thrown into prison for insurrection and murder, whom they asked for. Then Pilate took Jesus and had him scourged. See, my servant shall prosper. He shall be raised high and greatly exalted. Even as many were amazed at him, so marred were his features beyond that of mortals, his appearance beyond that of human beings, his form among the sons of men. So shall he startle many nations. Kings shall stand speechless, for those who have not been told shall see, those who have not heard shall ponder it. The whips or scourges which they first made use of appeared to me to be made of a species of flexible white wood. Our loving Lord, the Son of God, true God and true man, writhed as a worm under the blows of these barbarians. His mild but deep groans might be heard from afar. They resounded throughout the air, forming a kind of touching accompaniment to the hissing of the instruments of torture. His body was entirely covered with black, blue, and red marks, 
the blood was trickling down on the ground, and yet the furious cries which issued from among the assembled Jews showed that their cruelty was far from being satiated. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. The two fresh executioners commenced scourging Jesus with the greatest possible fury. They made use of a different kind of rod, a species of thorny stick covered with knots and splinters. The blows from these sticks tore his flesh to pieces. His blood spouted out as to stain their arms, and he groaned, prayed, and shuddered. Two fresh executioners took the places of the last mentioned, who were beginning to flag. Their scourges were composed of small chains or straps, covered with iron hooks, which penetrated to the bone and tore off large pieces of flesh at every blow. What word, alas, could describe this terrible, this heart-rending scene? The cruelty of these barbarians was nevertheless not yet satiated. They untied Jesus and again fastened him up with his back turned towards the pillar. As he was totally unable to support himself in an upright position, they passed cords round his waist, under his arms, and above his knees, and having bound his hands tightly into the rings which were placed at the upper part of the pillar, they recommenced scourging him with even greater fury than before, and one among them struck him constantly on the face with a new rod. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Bystanders were struck with amazement when they saw him lacerated with scourges, even to the innermost veins and arteries, so that the hidden inward parts of the body, both his bowels and his members, were exposed to view. 
the body of our Lord was perfectly torn to shreds. It was but one wound. He looked at his torturers with his eyes filled with blood, as if entreating mercy. But their brutality appeared to increase, and his moans each moment became more feeble. The dreadful scourging continued without intermission for forty-five minutes. It was our pain that he bore, our sufferings he endured. We thought of him as stricken, struck down by God, and afflicted. But he was pierced for our sins, crushed for our iniquity. He bore the punishment that makes us whole. By his wounds we are healed. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy. Amen. The third sorrowful mystery, the crowning with thorns. The soldiers led him away inside the palace, that is the praetorium, and assembled the whole cohort. In the middle of the court there stood the fragment of a pillar. On it was placed a low stool, which these cruel men covered with sharp flints and bits of broken potsherds. Then they tore off the garments of Jesus, reopening all his wounds, and threw over his shoulders a scarlet mantle, which barely reached his knees. The crown of thorns was made of three branches plaited together, the greatest part of the thorns being purposely turned inwards so as to pierce our Lord's head. Having first placed these twisted branches on his forehead, they tied them tightly together at the back of his head, and no sooner was this accomplished to their satisfaction than they put a large reed into his hand, doing all with derisive gravity as if they were really crowning him a king. They then seized the reed and struck his head so violently that his eyes were filled with blood. They knelt before him, derided him, spat in his face, and buffeted him, saying at the same time, Hail, King of the Jews! 
Then they threw down his stool, pulled him up again from the ground on which he had fallen, and reseated him with the greatest possible brutality. The sufferings of Jesus from thirst caused by the fever which his wounds and sufferings had brought on were intense. He trembled all over. His flesh was torn piecemeal, his tongue contracted, and the only refreshment he received was the blood which trickled from his head onto his parched lips. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. I was not rebellious. I did not turn back. I gave my back to those who struck me, and my cheeks to those who pulled out the beard. I did not hide my face from insults and spitting. The Lord God helps me. Therefore, I have not been disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like flint, and I know that I shall not be put to shame. He who vindicates me is near. Who will contend with me? Let us stand in court together. Who are my adversaries? Let them confront me. It is the Lord God who helps me, who will declare me guilty. All of them will wear out like a garment. The moth will consume them. Once more Pilate went out and said to them, Look, I am bringing him out to you, so that you may know I find no guilt in him. So Jesus came out, wearing the crown of thorns and the purple cloak, and he said to them, Behold the man. When the chief priests and the guards saw him, they cried out, Crucify him, crucify him. Pilate said to them, Take him yourselves and crucify him. I find no guilt in him. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. The Jews answered, we have a law, and according to that law he ought to die, because he made himself the Son of God. When Pilate heard these words, he was more afraid. He entered the praetorium again and said to Jesus, Where are you from? But Jesus gave no answer. Pilate therefore said to him, Will you not speak to me? Do you not know that I have the power to release you and the power to crucify you? Jesus answered him, you would have no power over me unless it had been given to you from above. Therefore he who delivered me up to you has the greater sin. 
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Upon this, Pilate sought to release him, but the Jews cried out, If you release this man, you are not Caesar's friend. Everyone who makes himself a king sets himself against Caesar. When Pilate heard these words, he brought Jesus out and sat on the judgment seat at a place called the pavement, and in Hebrew, Gabbatha. Now it was the day of preparation for the Passover. It was about the sixth hour. He said to the Jews, Here is your king. They cried out, Away with him, away with him, crucify him. Pilate said to them, Shall I crucify your king? The chief priests answered, we have no king but Caesar. When Pilate saw that he was not succeeding at all, but that a riot was breaking out instead, he took water and washed his hands in the sight of the crowd, saying, I am innocent of this man's blood. Look to it yourselves. And the whole people said in reply, His blood be upon us and upon our children. Then he handed him over to them. They stripped him of the purple cloak dressed him in his own clothes, and led him out to be crucified. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy. Amen. The fourth sorrowful mystery, Jesus carries the cross. And he took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on his son. Father, behold the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? God will provide himself the lamb for a burnt offering. Carrying the cross himself, he went out to what is called the place of the skull, in Hebrew, Golgotha. Our Father, 
who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. The mother was especially admirable and worthy of honorable memory. Though she saw her son perish within a single day, she bore it with good courage because of her hope in the Lord. The Lord God is watching over us and in truth has compassion on us, as Moses declared in his song which bore witness against the people to their faces when he said, and he will have compassion on his servants. I do not know how you came into being in my womb. It was not I who gave you life and breath, nor I who set in order the elements within you. Therefore the Creator of the world, who shaped the beginning of man and devised the origin of all things, will in his mercy give life and breath back to you again, since you now forget yourself for his sake. My son, have pity on me. I carried you nine months in my womb, and nursed you for three years, and have reared you, and brought you up to this point in your life, and have taken care of you. I beseech you, my child, to look at heaven and earth, and see everything that is in them. Do not fear this, but prove worthy. Accept death, so that in God's mercy I may see you again. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Now two others, both criminals, were led away with him to be executed. As they led him away, they took a hold of a certain Simon, a Cyrenian, who was coming in from the country, and after laying the cross on him, they made him carry it behind Jesus. A large crowd of people followed Jesus, including many women who mourned and lamented him. Jesus turned to them and said, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me. Weep instead for yourselves and for your children. For indeed the days are coming when people will say, Blessed are the barren, the wombs that never bore, and the breasts that never nursed. At that time people will say to the mountains, Fall upon us, and to the hills, Cover us. For if these things are done when the wood is green, what will happen when it is dry? Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. 
Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who kill the prophets and stone those sent to you, how many times I yearned to gather your children together as a hen gathers her young under her wings, but you would not. Behold, your house is forsaken and desolate. Would that even today you knew the things that make for peace, but now they are hidden from your eyes. For the days shall come upon you when your enemies will cast up a bank about you and surround you and hem you in on every side and dash you to the ground, you and your children within you, and they will not leave one stone upon another in you because you did not know the time of your visitation. I tell you, you will not see me again until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. All we, like sheep, have gone astray. We have all turned to our own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. Like a lamb that is led to the slaughter, and like a sheep that before its shearers is silent, so he did not open his mouth. By a perversion of justice he was taken away. Who could have imagined his future? For he was cut off from the land of the living, stricken for the transgression of my people. They made his grave with the wicked, and his tomb with the rich, although he had done no violence, and there was no deceit in his mouth. Yet it was the will of the Lord to crush him with affliction. When you make his life an offering for sin, he shall see his offspring, and shall prolong his days. Through him the will of the Lord shall prosper. Out of his anguish he shall see. He shall find satisfaction through his knowledge. The righteous one, my servant, shall make many righteous and he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore I will allot him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he poured out himself to death, and was numbered with the transgressors. Yet he bore the sin of many, and made intercession for the transgressors. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
the fifth sorrowful mystery, the crucifixion and death of Jesus. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him was a ram, caught in a thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up as a burnt holocaust, offering it instead of his son. So Abraham called the name of that place Yahweh Yireh, as it is said to this day, on the mountain of the Lord it shall be provided. When they arrived at the place, they crucified him there with two other criminals, one on his right and one on his left. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. They offered him wine drugged with myrrh, but he did not take it. When the soldiers had crucified Jesus, they took his garments and divided them into four parts, one part for each soldier, also his tunic. But the tunic was seamless, woven in one piece from top to bottom. So they said to one another, Let us not tear it, but cast lots for it, to see whose it shall be. This was to fulfill the scripture, which says, They divided my garments among them, and for my clothing they cast lots. It was nine o'clock in the morning when they crucified him. Pilate also wrote an inscription and put it on the cross. The inscription of the charge against him read, Jesus the Nazarene, King of the Jews. Many of the Jews read this inscription, for the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city, and it was written in Aramaic, in Latin, and in Greek. So the chief priests of the Jews protested to Pilate, Do not write, the king of the Jews, but rather, this man said I am the king of the Jews. Pilate answered, What I have written, I have written. Those passing by reviled him, shaking their heads and saying, You who would destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days, save yourself by coming down from the cross. So also the chief priests with the scribes and the elders mocked him, saying, He saved others, he cannot save himself. Let the Christ, the King of Israel, come down now from the cross, that we may see and believe. He trusts in God. Let God deliver him now if he desires him. For he said, I am the Son of God. One of the criminals reviled Jesus, saying, Are you not the Messiah? Save yourself and us. The other, however, rebuking him, said in reply, Have you no fear of God? For you are subject to the same condemnation, and indeed we have been condemned justly, for we are receiving the due reward of our deeds. But this man has done nothing criminal. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus said to him, Amen, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. At noon darkness came over the whole land, until three in the afternoon. My God, why are you so far from helping me, from the words of my groaning? O oh my God, I cry by day, but you do not answer, and by night, but find no rest. Yet you are holy, 
enthroned on the praises of Israel. In you our fathers trusted, they trusted and you delivered them. To you they cried and were saved, in you they trusted and were not disappointed. But I am a worm and no man, scorned by men and despised by people. All who see me mock, they make mouths at me, they shake their heads. He committed his cause to the Lord, let him deliver him, let him rescue him, for he delights in him. Yet you are the one who took me from the womb. You kept me safe upon my mother's heart. Upon you was I cast from my birth, and since my mother bore me, you have been my God. Standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple there whom he loved, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour the disciple took her into his home. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Be not far from me, for trouble is near, and there is no one to help. Many bulls encompass me, strong bulls of Bashan surround me. They open wide their mouths at me like a ravening and roaring lion. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax, it is melted within my breast. My strength is dried up like a potsherd, and my tongue cleaves to my jaws. You lay me in the dust of death. Yes, dogs are round about me. A company of evildoers encircles me. They have pierced my hands and my feet. I can count all my bones. They stare and gloat over me. They divide my garments among them, and for my raiment they cast lots. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. He keeps all his bones, not one of them is broken. His face was disfigured, his head encircled with that terrible crown of thorns, his mouth parched and half open from exhaustion, and his hair and beard clotted with blood. His chest was torn open with stripes and wounds, and his elbows, wrists, and shoulders so violently distended as to be almost dislocated. Blood constantly trickled down from the gaping wounds in his hands, and the flesh was so torn from his ribs that you might almost count them. His legs and thighs, as also his arms, were stretched out almost to dislocation, 
the flesh and muscles so completely laid bare that every bone was visible, and his whole body covered with black, green, and reeking wounds. The blood which flowed from his wounds was at first red, but it became by degrees light and watery, and the whole appearance of his body was that of a corpse, ready for interment. Nevertheless, he turned to his heavenly Father. He prayed for his enemies. He offered the chalice of his sufferings for their redemption, and he continued to pray as he had done during the whole of his passion, and repeated portions of those psalms, the prophecies of which were then receiving their accomplishment in him. At that moment, he endured anguish which no mortal pen can describe. Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lema sabachthani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And some of the bystanders hearing it said, Behold, he's calling to Elijah. And another, Let us wait and see whether Elijah will come and take him down to save him. After this, aware that everything was now finished, in order that the scripture might be fulfilled, Jesus said, I thirst. There was a vessel filled with common wine, so they put a sponge soaked in wine on a sprig of hyssop and put it up to his mouth. When Jesus had taken the wine, he said, It is finished. The veil of the sanctuary was torn in two from top to bottom. Crying out in a loud voice, he prayed, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. And having said this, he bowed his head, gave up his spirit, and breathed his last. When the centurion who stood facing him saw how he breathed his last, he said, Truly this man was the Son of God. The earth shook and rocks were split. All the multitudes who assembled to see the sight when they saw what had taken place returned home beating their breasts. The tombs also were opened, and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised, and coming out of the tombs they went into the holy city and appeared to many. All his acquaintances and the women who had followed him from Galilee stood at a distance and saw these things. Since it was the preparation day, in order to prevent the bodies from remaining on the cross on the Sabbath, for that Sabbath was a solemn one, the Jews asked Pilate that their legs might be broken and that they might be taken away. So the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first and of the other who had been crucified with him. But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead, they did not break his legs, but one soldier thrust his lance into his side, and immediately blood and water flowed out. He who saw it bore witness, his testimony is true, and he knows that he tells the truth, that you also may believe. These things took place that the scripture might be fulfilled. 
not a bone of him shall be broken, and they shall look on him whom they have pierced. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Now there was a man named Joseph from the Jewish town of Arimathea. He was a respected member of the council, a good and righteous man, who had not consented to their purpose and deed, and he was looking for the kingdom of God. This man, a disciple of Jesus, but secretly, for fear of the Jews, went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus, and Pilate wondered if he was already dead. And summoning the centurion, he asked him whether he was dead already. And when he learned from the centurion that he was dead, he granted the body to Joseph. So he bought a linen shroud and came to take away his body. Nicodemus, the one who had first come to him at night, also came bringing a mixture of myrrh and aloes, weighing about 100 pounds. They took the body of Jesus and bound it with burial cloths along with the spices, according to the Jewish burial custom. Now in the place where he had been crucified there was a garden, and in the garden a new tomb, in which no one had yet been buried. So they laid Jesus there because of the Jewish preparation day, for the tomb was close by. Taking the body, Joseph wrapped it in clean linen and laid it in his new tomb that he had hewn in the rock. Then he rolled a huge stone across the entrance to the tomb and departed. But Mary Magdalene and the other Mary remained there, sitting, facing the tomb. It was the day of preparation, and the Sabbath was beginning. The women who had come with him from Galilee followed, and saw the tomb and how his body was laid. Then they returned and prepared the spices and ointments. On the Sabbath they rested according to the commandment. The next day, the one following the day of preparation, the chief priests and the Pharisees gathered before Pilate and said, Sir, we remember that this impostor, while still alive, said, After three days I will be raised up. Give orders, then, that the grave be secured until the third day, lest his disciples come and steal him and say to the people, He has been raised from the dead. This last imposture would be worse than the first. Pilate said to them, The guard is yours. Go secure it as best you can. So they went and secured the tomb by fixing a seal to the stone and setting the guard. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. 
Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls into heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy. Come and mourn with me a while. See Mary closest to the side. Oh, come and let us by it cry. Jesus alone is crucified. How fast his hands and feet are nailed. His blessed tongue with thirst is tied. His hair and arms are dried with blood. Jesus alone is crucified. His mother longed to reach his face. She stands in helplessness beside. Her heart is martyred with her sons. Jesus alone is crucified. O love of God, O sin of man, in this dread act your strength is tried, and victory remains with love. Jesus, our love, is crucified. Virgin Mary, by virtue of all your pains, make us rejoice in the kingdom of heaven. Queen of martyrs, pray for us. You stand by the cross of Jesus. Let us pray. Almighty and eternal God, who in order to give mankind an example of humility, willed that our Savior should assume our flesh and suffer on the cross, grant that we who are incessantly afflicted by our transgressions may be delivered through the passion of your Son. O God, from whom Judas received the punishment of his crime and the thief the reward of his confession, grant us the effect of your clemency, that as Jesus Christ our Lord in his passion, dealt with each of them according to what they deserved, so putting away from us the error of the past, he may bestow upon us the grace of his resurrection, who with you lives and reigns in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Blessed Rosary of Mary, sweet chain which binds us to God, bond of love which unites us to the angels, tower of salvation against the assaults of hell, safe port in our universal shipwreck, we will never abandon you. You will be our comfort in the hour of death, yours our final kiss as life ebbs away, and the last word from our lips will be your sweet name, O Mary, Queen of the Rosary of Pompeii, O dearest Mother refuge of sinners, sovereign consoler of the afflicted. May you be everywhere blessed, today and always, on earth and in heaven. Amen. To you, O blessed Joseph, do we have recourse in our tribulation, and having implored the help of your thrice-holy spouse, 
we confidently invoke your patronage also. By that charity wherewith you were united to the Immaculate Virgin Mother of God, and by that fatherly affection with which you embraced the child Jesus, we beseech you and humbly pray that you would look graciously upon the inheritance which Jesus Christ has purchased by his precious blood and assist us in our needs by your power and strength. Most watchful guardian of the Holy Family, protect the chosen people of Jesus Christ. Keep far from us, most loving Father, all blight of error and corruption. Mercifully assist us from heaven, most mighty defender, in this our conflict with the powers of darkness. And even as of old, you rescued the child Jesus from the supreme peril of his life. So now defend God's holy church from the snares of the enemy and from all adversity. Keep us one and all under your continual protection that we may be supported by your example and your assistance, may be enabled to lead a holy life, die a happy death, and come at last to the possession of everlasting blessedness in heaven. Amen. Glorious Archangel Saint Raphael, great prince of the heavenly court, you are illustrious for your gifts of wisdom and grace. You are a guide of those who journey by land or sea or air, consoler of the afflicted and refuge of sinners, who foster and defend holy relationships. I beg you, assist me in all my needs and in all the sufferings of this life, as once you helped the young Tobias on his travels. Because you are the medicine of God, I humbly pray to you to heal the many infirmities of my soul and the ills that afflict my body. I especially ask of you the great grace of purity to prepare me to be the temple of the Holy Spirit and the graces we need. Let us pray. O God, who gave blessed Raphael the Archangel to your servant Tobias as a companion in his journey, Grant to us, your servants, that we may always be guarded by his care and strengthened by his help. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Let your mercy be upon us, Lord, as we place our hope in you. Let your priests be clothed with justice and your saints exult with joy. And so we pray for our priests. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Let us pray for our Holy Father the Pope and his holy intentions. May the Lord preserve him and give him life and make him blessed upon the earth and deliver him not up to the will of the enemy. And so we pray for the Pope. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Let us pray also for our bishops. May they stand and feed their flocks in your might O Lord, in the loftiness of your name. And so we pray for our bishops. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, 
save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of your mercy. Let us pray. O God, shepherd and ruler of all the faithful, who founded your holy bride, the Church, upon the firm foundation of Peter and the apostles, give us shepherds after your own heart, holy, strong, manly, and courageous. By your Spirit, the whole body of the Church is sanctified and governed. By your gift of wisdom, strength, and courage, every grace, heavenly blessing, and heroic virtue, preserve our Pope, all bishops, priests, deacons, and all in their holy orders, to render you faithful service and confidently battle against the enemy. Pour out upon the traitors and wolves among them the grace to repent and live in holiness, or else swiftly cut them down, that true shepherds would take their place, and lead us with them by your own hand to everlasting life. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the whole world. By the sign of your cross, deliver us from our enemies, O our God, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs>